We're holding an Orcha Sadiqim, page 210. We're holding in page 210. We're holding in the paragraph, Arba Mine Chuvaisim. There's four types of repentance. It's amazing how the Orcha Sadiqim is so able to break down everything. We've had four things which lead to tshuva. We have four things which help a person do tshuva. Four th- the nine things that stop a person from doing tshuva. Page 211. There's four types of repentance. Tshuva is haba. Tshuva is for the future. Tshuva is hagader. What is a gader? Gader is like a, a fence. Tshuva is hamishkal. The tshuva of weights. The tshuva is hakasuv. The tshuva of... Writing. Okay, we'll have to see what that means. Chuvas haba keta. What's called chuvas haba? Imchata beisha or begneva. Some God forbid was was uh, transgressed a prohibition with a with a woman or stole. Uba isha or oisa oven liyada. Then what happens next time it comes along? The same the same situation. He's able to then do this. He's able to then transgress the same avera. He has the opportunity. He has the means. It's presented himself. He is in this, the throes of passion. He has the same, the same energy, the same koach that caused him to do that very from pre- previously before that point. His heart is, is, is on fire. And he really wants her. But he still stops himself. He disconnects or he removes himself from his taiva. Just purely from the sense of fear of heaven. This is called a tshuva shleima. The Rambam famously brings this halacha down that if someone, for example, I mean, what's called tshuva gemura? The Rambam says this is basically the Rambam is in a sense quoting the Rambam is that the halacha is that when somebody is 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 over a prohibition, of course, we have to fight the natural inclination that it shouldn't become nasus like a heta, that it becomes it feels like it's a totally normal ditas. So it says what's what's tshuva shleima is when a person is in the same exact throw. It is in the same exact situation, with the same exact fa- pe- feelings and power, and yet you're able to withhold yourself and hold yourself back, that's called tshuva shleima. As opposed to if someone, let's say for example, was tired, let's say for, they had a headache that time, you don't see within the action that the reason why they held back was because it was out of your shavaya. Because technically maybe you could say, yeah, I was just tired, I was in the mood, whatever. But theoretically, if you were in the same situation, if you had the same kuchus, if you had the same you know, sense of passion, then you would have done that out of here. So that's what a person needs to understand that the, in, you, when we're being matire ourselves, when we're, when we're imagining how we're going to strengthen ourselves and work on our midos and work on our yer shamayim, you can't think of the, the least pristine situation. A lot of times people, when they, when they try to fix themselves or to prepare themselves for the next opportunity, it, it's, it, people, yeah. people don't necessarily... Yes, but thank you so much. Is it possible? I mean, it's sometimes people don't think about the the exact situations. We have to use the koach of imagination in order to do tshuva. The best way for someone to really work on themselves, to work on midos, is to use the koach hadimyan, is what the, the Sifrei Musar use. When you're thinking to yourself, how, what am I going to do if I'm in that situation? I'm going to do this and this and this. The same way that anybody that's in the military, the reason why they work thousands and thousands of hours in training is because they're using the Kayach Ademian. Even though they're not shooting at anybody, even though no one's shooting at them, they need to really take it as if they're in the mindset that I'm being shot right now. Because God forbid, when the actual situation arrives and they are being shot at, they know what to do. You know why? They know what to do. That's also the same thing for the Kayach Hachuva, that we need to say, hey, what am I going to do in this exact situation? We have the same feeling, the same Kayach. 
I need to be prepared to actually stand up to that. So that when you're in that situation, you'll actually. It doesn't help to think about, well, okay, listen, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do this. We need to think about the most pristine situation, the most exact, you're gonna have this, you're gonna, that's this, and you're gonna be on fire, and yet you're still gonna work on yourself, you're still gonna fight, you're still not gonna give in to Yitzhahara. That's true, it's, that's true, tshuva mehaba, in the future. But still, when a person is able to be this is called true tshuva. Now, tshuva's hagader, what's tshuva's hagader? Again, hagader is like a fence. A fence, what is a fence supposed to do? To keep you out. Right? You don't build fences to bring people in. You bring the, you keep you, meaning to say, the reason why we put up gedarim is in order that we should not come to something else. Right? It's a sayag. It's to protect yourself. Now technically, I mean, there's nothing inherently wrong, one could argue. I mean, the Isser, the Rambam writes this in many, many places. People think the Isser, the, the, the Isser is, is actually like, you know, is, is being boil arayas. Now it happens to be a few times, we find in the, in the Torah itself, we have the, the Lushen of, you know, midvar sheker tirchak, right, from sheker you shall not, you shall distance yourself entirely. And when it comes to Arias, it's, what does it say? You should not come close. I mean, the Torah uses these, this interesting terminology for Sheker when it comes to Arias. Very similarly. Why? Because they're both things that just slap you in. When you start lying about stories, you, you add in a detail here, you add in a detail there, it just, it just takes a life onto itself. People will start lying to cover the lie that they had, the lie about the lie. It, like, you, dig your hole, you dig yourself a hole. Lies on lies. Lies on lies. As opposed to, not just opposed to, I mean, Dafkin connection to, when it comes to Arias also, is that a person needs to have the perspective, I don't even get close. I don't even have any, any relationship or connection to. Right? Somebody had an interesting discussion this past week. My wife and I are Shadchanim, so Abba calls me up and asks me for Eitzah. He said, am I allowed to refer to the girl by her first name on the date? It's an interesting question, right? Wait, say the first name Let's say, are you allowed to refer? Are you allowed to call the girl? Are you allowed to refer to her by her first name on the day? I said, a married woman. A married woman. No, no, a single girl. You're going out. You're going out. The girl. You're on a shidduch day right now, and you say, Shani, what do you think about that? What are you going to say, Mrs. Finkelstein? You could, no, you could say you. Yeah, you're yeah. talking to him. Now, some people have like that's like off the wall. Like, what's the problem? Like, I'm not saying it's like you're saying that, but like, it's hard to like wrap your head around it. And the truth is, when it comes to any type of sensitivity, it's it's like basically explaining color to a blind person from from birth because they don't have any concept. Once they understand it, once they have a frame of reference, okay, then you can kind of get it. So, what's the frame of reference here? Is that when we're talking about an Aishas, not just an Aishas Ish, she's a she's a Aishas Nida. Any Punuya today has a Nivanida, which means that you don't have any relationship or connection with them. Of course, oh, what do you mean? You're having a Shidduch You're obviously creating a connection. I certainly hope that's the, at least the, the, the direction, the Kavana. True, but even within that, there still needs to be a Ged there. There still needs to be some level of understanding that this, is a, that, that this relationship has a very strong boundary. Gedarim on Gedarim. In terms, of, in terms of, this is like healthy. And we, we've been doing this for thousands of years. And the Gaisha Velt that, that doesn't do this stuff, the stories that come out in the news that this person turns out to be a Noyev, and that person to be a Noyev, and that. It's like somebody got, the, the vice president of the previous administration was lambasted in the New York Times. You don't know about this? They said he was a, a misogynist, anti women. Why? Because it came out in the news that he, he is Makbid not to have a meal or any type of dinner without his wife being present with another woman. Wow. You hear this? They call it the Pence Rule. 
I just call it Hilchas Yichud. <laughs> so like, Navada, maybe he's doing it even, shal- even if there's, you know, there's somebody upstairs and the door is open. Wait, we have other, we have Pesach Pasuach. Mike Pence was makbid never to have a meal with another woman or to be alone with another woman without his wife being present. I'm not sure if he's if he's definitely coming from Hilchas Yichud, but he's definitely stealing it from us, right? But then, the, but it's such a posh thing. And they said, ah, oh, he's a misogynist and he's against women and against that. If anything, Adarabba, it's a respecter of women because when somebody can truly understand the nature of ourselves, that how much if we don't put up a gather, that's the nature of a human being. We say you chachma begoyin tamin. Yeah, this is a chachma. Now, Habzibi, I, I guarantee you, I have a very strong, a very strong feeling that he probably he saw it somewhere in halacha and he stole it from us because it, it, it's a pasha dezach. Mm-hmm. The Habzibi says, but just because it's pasha doesn't mean we have to own it, you know, directly. Wait, what, 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 what you Meaning, it's, I, I, I believe very strongly he came across some aspect of halacha that talked about it because it, it's pasha. But at the end of the day, even it doesn't have to be. Dafka coming from us because it's hegyoni. Just because the Torah says it doesn't mean it doesn't have to be hegyoni or, or logical. It's hegyoni. It's logical. It makes yeah, a lot of sense. The chiddush is that a guy came onto the chiddush. The chiddush. Why? What is that? Yeah, maybe he does. I wouldn't be surprised. He's a he's he's like a like a like one of these former Christians. Anyway, because of Haravid, yeah. So, for example, lo yistakal beisha paneli bedeya. A person should not obviously, you know, gaze upon a woman or anything, uh, anything of her features. I feel for sure. You know, it doesn't have to be spoken out, but for sure, even a woman who has not gone to the mikveh yet, right? A woman who's 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 a a person should do this for all mitzvahs. Because of Haravid, the Ravid writes, we've seen our rabbis show you chasidim gemurah that they were tremendous, tremendously righteous individuals. They put, they put up many fences for themselves. There are often times where, where, where a husband, where these chasidim, they would separate themselves from their wives after the makayim that didn't prove. Now, it doesn't mean it's a rule for us. That, okay, now it means we should separate. Our, no, we're not holding on this level. Adarabba. We have we have to have we have an obligation to miskariv for the ishta for ishta even after you makayim pruvu there's still an etzim concept of a relationship but for that particular chazan he felt that that was something he needed to do and he needed to make that together for himself obviously we're all different natures we have one we have, our nature is you know tends to bring ourselves to one yitzhar the way now everyone has their own yitzharas. right but someone so someone who can completely understand the concept of of znus and licentious relationships, but he could have never, for the life of himself, fathom how could someone steal five percent off of the top. And some people are like five percent off the top? Are you kidding me? Easy. But someone's wife, chas What's wrong with you? Right now, they're both wrong, but they're both wrong in their different manifestations. Or for someone else, right? For a person would rather steal and have znos. A person needs to make their particular gedar, which means, by the way, the whole essence of this of this concept in the Rishonim is that a person has to know yourself. You have to know yourself pretty well. You can't be checked out to lunch. What your challenges are, you can't pretend to not know your challenges. Are. You have to be self-aware. Oftentimes, people are very scared of being self-aware. Why? Because they don't like themselves. They don't like themselves. It's a very sad state of existence. A lot of people walk around the world, but they don't like themselves. That's a very sad state. Because Hashem loves you. I like you. I, for me, fine. I'm doing it because of have to echa say The Torah says I have to love you. But fine. But I still like you. But you don't like you. Oh, you should love yourself. 
What's the problem? Because we know ourselves too well. But we, but dafka because we know ourselves too well, we actually pretend like we don't. So we kind of cover it out. We kind of close it off that part of our brain. We compartmentalize. We kind of put it in the back of our heads. We need to understand that we have a lot to work on, which means you have to start getting to work. If a person realizes within themselves that they have a tremendous, you walk by a store, and certain people, I'm in this spot, I have certain talmidim, that they'll tell me, ah, I figured out a, a loophole around this, you know, particular. I'll tell you one example. All right, this is a very sad thing. I was very upset about it. One of my students tells me, oh, we figured out an etza, figured out a loophole around a particular deal that Verizon at the time was doing, right? You know, Yeshiva Barcham with very little time to do it, with very little work to do anything on their hands. They realized the, the store was giving a deal that if you give in your old smartphone, they'll give you a rebate for a new smartphone. It was some type of thing where they were, they were trying to, I guess, push out as many iPhones as possible. So a rebate for a new iPhone plus credit towards like a plasma TV. Right? This, okay, but what's the Geisha Cup? They didn't write anywhere where this smartphone has to be coming from. This not, they didn't write, has to be your own personal smartphone that you use for five years. What did Bacham do? They chapped. Ah, if you go into Verizon, you go to, the, to the, you go to aisle 12, whatever it is, in the pay-as-you-go smartphones that are 30 bucks, you buy it, you can go up to the cashier, and you can trade it for the rebate. And if they say, oh, well, excuse me, it's not your, meaning when we naturally think of it, we think that it's like your actual personal phone that you're, that you're switching over. If you have one, right? But if you have one, okay, you have what you need. Anyways, so they chapped, these bachon were taking in the plastics themselves, not even bothering to open it up, going into the store, going into the aisle, taking the phone, putting it to the cashier, and the cashier would be like, you can't do that. And be like, show me where it says you can't. Now, technically, the bachon were right. But that's not the intention of, the, of, this, of this deal. That's not the intention of this promotion. And it, it, just, it just turned something that could have been a nice thing into, a, into something that's negative and, and, a chil, and honestly, I, what I say is a chil Hashem. And I gave my Talmud a very stark muster when they told me about this. I said, this is not how you're supposed to respond. Did anyone actually do it? Yes, the, they had to stop the promotion two weeks in because the news got out and then hundreds and hundreds of people were doing it. They lost close to $250,000. And this is only when I see when I see um, you know different uh, advertisements for stores that have a no questions asked policy. So they ruined it for everybody else. Basically, yeah. This there's a store called uh, I believe it's called Lands End or maybe Nordstrom's. Lands End, yeah. but they have a no questions asked return policy, and it makes sense because they want to build a, a trust and rapport with their customers. What happened was people started they started constantly they buy it, use it for a couple you know for a couple, and they return it constantly. Until eventually it got to a point where they put out they put out a they put out a announcement saying all returns accepted except for area codes related to these communities. Borough Park, Flatbush, Passaic, Muncie. Are you getting the drift? Lakewood. You're getting what I'm saying? It's almost as if they should have just written Jews. Mm-hmm. Now, on Mitzarecha, that's not fair. They can't they, if it works for everyone, it works for, it works for everybody. Besides Shady, you can't take advantage. Because some people are inclined to think in a particular type of way. It's legal, technically, but it's not yosher. No, but I'm All right? saying, is it legal what they did? I mean, in equal Oh, it's a good question. It's a good question. So I, we, listen, everyone knows Jews live in Bar Park. But at the same time, everybody knows Bar Park. Okay, whatever. The point is, <laughs> I, it, it, I, don't, I don't want to focus on the negative. I want to focus on the positive for ourselves. It's very easy to always point fingers at everybody else. For ourselves, says the Orkha a person needs to know their own personally it's a hard. 
and your own netiyas towards Yitzhar. What, what what's a Yitzhar for one person is not a Yitzhar for another. So you need to make a getter for yourself. Don't, if you feel that you have a Yitzhar that you can't be trusted with other people's materials, then don't offer yourself up as somebody to like, oh yeah, I'll watch your stuff, buddy. Don't worry. You're literally, you know your stuff. You know, you're the type of person when you're walking in someone's house. Let's say you're, you're staying at someone's house for Shabbos, right? And, you, and you're the type of person, like, isn't interested. So you'll, like, you'll go into their houses. You know, I, I, believe me, to pretend as if you don't know that. I know because I caught somebody doing it in my, in my apartment, okay? But I, saw, I noticed a few things were moved around here and there. How does a person go into someone else's house, open up their, their personal drawers, open up their office drawers? Open up, why? A person who's, who has a very lack of understanding of the, dif- of the difference between the line between you and me. The fine line of Gehenna, right? It's an I don't care what the line is. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? The chen be'inin has nos. The chen be'inin has nos. Yigder atz moy gam v'motolah. A person should also, in a sense, should also be careful, even for things that are naturally, let's say, that are inherently permitted. Are you allowed to? It's an interesting question. Are you allowed to say good Shabbos to a woman in your building? Now, in my building, you say it, they will literally think you're a guy. Okay? Like, in Baruch Hashem, I like to live in that type of community. I want to live in that type of community. They'll think you're a guy. What is this, Shagas saying good job to me? They won't eat my kashas. No, I have, Baruch Hashem, I have tzaddikim going in my building, right? Tell me the chacham of vlogging. No, it's a lack of, it's another gadget taking on themselves. Oh, however, though, in Teaneck, I was walking in the street once, I walked past. I'm sorry, it wasn't, wasn't Tidak, it was Baltimore. It was a, different part, a different part of Baltimore. I was walking in the street, and I walked past, and I was a Bachat, I must have been 15 years old, and a couple of girls said good Shabbos to me. I didn't say anything, because I'm Ben Tyra. And they turned around and go, <clears throat> good Shabbos. Uh-huh. Now, the one could argue, maybe that's a Chil Hashem. Maybe I, maybe I was not presenting the positive image of what a Ben Tyra is supposed to be. I don't know. Yesh Laden, I'm not saying yes or no. What I think, you know what? I, this, all these years I've been misopic. Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> There are some aspects. I'm not. I'm not taking a position. I'm just telling you there are some situations where it does depend on what we call das yehudis. What, call, what is the general minig of the community? I don't want to get too too deep into it. It's a halachic aspect for a different time. No, but Shem knows the reason why you didn't do it. Yeah, Shem knows that you're you're keeping away from a riot. So you're not going to get it. Shem, because you're doing the rutz on Hashem, he's going to he's going to make it so that you fall at the end. I think no. that, I think that it's a little bit more nuanced and more gray than it is black and white. Like Hashem knows, and or I, I like. We understand there are times where you have to do what you need to do. You got to do yourself, and whether or not somebody thinks you're bad or good, that's all part of our own personal growth stories to a lot of degree. We have to know. We have to know. We have to know. You know what? But loyalty to Hashem, you have to know. It's a it's a gray area rather than a black one. I'm not taking a position. I'm simply telling you. I'm simply saying that there are situations and times where you have to balance a lot of different weighing values. But a person, for sure, if they feel that they themselves have a tremendous difficulty, then you have to be mad to yourself. If some, even though technically it may be permitted. You should, you should take it as an opportunity to be good to yourself. Try to make as many gedarmas as possible. We'll stop here on the, on the top of 212 and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do it uh, tomorrow.